0: Going beyond the headlines to the deeper issues, 96.3 WHUR and HUR Voices, Sirius XM Channel 141. This is the Inside Second, where your questions and comments matter at 202-319-7810. Join the conversation.
1: Welcome back to The Daily Drum on WHUR, WHUT-TV, Sirius XM, Channel 141, 96.3 HD2 and 98.3 FM. This is the Inside Segment. I'm Harold Fisher. We are at the Reporters' Roundtable talking about some of the top stories of the week. My guests are Molette Green, anchor reporter for NBC4 Washington, and Keith Alexander, reporter for The Washington Post. Lines are open. Give us a call at 202-319-7810. 202-319-7810. You can X me at H Fisher, W H U R, or you can find me on Instagram at Harold T Fisher. Millette, thank you so much for joining the conversation.
2: Absolutely. My pleasure.
1: And Keith, thank you so much. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. So let's first talk about the, the unfortunate situation that we are dealing with right now in the District of Columbia. We have right now, 209 homicides. The city added uh, eight more today because of some uh, incidents where victims died. But even just yesterday afternoon, we went from 199 to 201 just Within a period of a of a few hours, and you know, Maletta, I'll start with you. The confirmation hearings for uh, acting uh, police chief Smith are they're going on right now. Just you know, what what what's the solution? I mean, you you've got a crystal ball, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, how, how do you see this?
2: I wish I did have a crystal ball because Harold, this is heartbreaking as a journalist. Obviously, we have to report on very sad things. As a human being, as a parent, uh, having to talk about this every single day, and it never seems to end, is absolutely just gut-wrenching. And to watch parents talk about their children in the past tense, Kamal Jones, who was just going to get some laundry detergent and getting caught up in crossfire shots seven times, going to get laundry detergent so he could wash his clothing for his job where he had just gotten a promotion. And for 16-year-old Maurice Jackson, uh, shot uh, shortly after leaving Dunbar Senior High School. I went to McKinley Tech High School. We were rivals with Dunbar in basketball. Mm -hmm. And so you have young men uh, in in some devastating video, hard-to-watch video that we saw on the news this evening standing on the street corner. Um, waiting on another group of young men and a fight breaks out and then shots are fired and this young man 16 years old Maurice Jackson you have to say the name because these are people and they're not just numbers on uh, on account um, is dead and his father was talking about him on the news I can't believe that we are we're in this situation and something has to change, yes. The acting police chief is trying to get confirmed. It appears she will get confirmed um, um, by the council. Um, and who knows if 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 she can bring the answer. Obviously, at her confirmation hearing, she was talking about familiar themes that past chiefs were have talked about bringing back the community policing and such. I don't know what the answer is, Harold, but I know as a mom and i know as a citizen and a native of washington something has to change
1: yeah you know keith this is starting to feel to me like the bad old days of the of the 80s and and 90s the crack the crack epidemic right exactly and <clears throat> but crack is not the is not the problem now it it is just it is just violence and I, I will say after I graduated from college in 1986 I moved back to DC I uh, lived with my dad in Brooklyn and so I was I was here and I was, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, really very, very much, you know, I, along with, with, you know, my buddies, we were roommates, all of us, we were very, very aware, acutely aware of how dangerous the city was, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it it seems...
3: That in, in a lot of cases it was really kind of isolated. It was them. Yeah. It was double it it's those not people. isolated. Yeah. You know. and, and you know, I have been here since eighty seven as Molette knows. We were classmates together. I came down in eighty seven to go to Howard from Pittsburgh. And so I've been here since eighty seven. I've been here during during those time when you had when I came out my dorm and saw police tape on the regular yellow police tape, um, with, with bodies on the regular coming out of dorms over at Howard, um, in the late eighties. We're not there yet. But when I talked to detectives, detective, one of the things that they, they mentioned that that's, that's different now from then is the type of weaponry. You know, back then you had regular guns, same type of guns that police officers have. Today they have, they have assault rifles. People are spraying. You know, this um, the gentleman who, who was 19-year-old uh, who was charged and uh, Ariana Davis, the 10-year-old yes. girl, and it was sitting in the backseat on Mother's Day. A hundred round shell casings, one, over a hundred shell casings were found at that scene, where that little girl was in the backseat of her car with her with her family. That's that's military style, and literally these, these are the type of guns that these people are using. And those, and those guns spray. You know, back in the eighties, it was one on one shooting, one on one. Now, some of it could be three blocks away and literally just spray like a garden hose. And anyone can get caught up in a bullet, whether they are the intended target or not. Just this week, you know, the mole was talking about crime. Just this week, my, you know, earlier this week I had the 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 killing where this uh, the 15 year old kid was uh, shot and killed at the Mochella concert last year. Yes, that, that trial is mm-hmm. going on. That trial just completed. Um, today there was a hearing um, for uh, the young girl. Um, uh, who was killed uh, down at the McDonald's over the sweet and sour sauce? Yes, um, they exactly. just the prosecutors upped the charges from second degree murder to first degree murder. In, in that case, even though the, the defense is saying that, you know it was self defense, and then we also had the uh, the 19 year old who was who was charged uh, um, with with failure shooting Ariana Davis. I mean, my days in courts are are filled with young people um, as victims. And that's what I'm noticing. It's not so much the 20 and 30 something years old the horse it's, it's juveniles and young people who are the victims. Yeah. And that's what's so amazing to me. Go ahead, Mo. Yeah, like
2: 75, 75 juveniles shot this year. Those are the numbers. 14 of them at last at my last count who have died this year. 75 juveniles shot this year. 14 dead in the nation's capital. That is an unacceptable. One is too much. one too many but when we're talking about children who are not living past the age of 14 and 16 years of age many of them caught up in the crossfire of 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 of, of the wild wild west of somebody else's bullet Mm -hmm. it is unbelievable and and where is you, you know we we find these grieving families and loved ones but where is The the public outcry, where is the marching in the streets that enough is enough? I don't know. Keith is out there on the street in terms of covering the beat. I'm hearing from the community when I talk to them in the aftermath of wanting hope uh, brought back into their neighborhoods. But I'm not seeing what I believe we should see, which is absolute disgust that this is continuing to happen everywhere in the city. Everywhere in the
1: DMV, it seems. On all four words, that's correct. 202-319-7810. 202-319-7810. We are sitting at the Reporters' Roundtable talking about some of the top stories of the week. If you have a comment or a question, give us a call. Lines are open all the way up until uh, 8 o'clock. Let's go to Charles calling from D.C. Charles, thanks for calling. What's on your mind?
0: Well, concerning about what the topic is today, about the police shortage and what the mayor's not doing or anything else like that and the curfew, it doesn't matter because these people are doing during this day and evening and about people, innocent people getting killed. It's a sad thing for us and we as folks of the city also say we need to protest. Also, on the other hand, the police shortage and the mayor can't do nothing about it because this is happening every second, every minute, every day, regardless. Because yeah. when Captain Lanier, Captain Lanier was here, when she had the seatbelt check law thing in place and the crackdown or checking all the things, crime went down a whole lot because it stopped a lot of crimes. And caught a lot of people that were on the run and had committed crimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Charles, thank you, Texas Charles. State, thank you awesome so awesome much. Run. Thank you so much for your comment, Keith.
0: You know, you uh, were
1: here uh, covering right, when,
3: when Kathleen Lanier
1: right, was you know, here. So I would like to have your your thoughts about what he said. What he's saying
3: when you talk to individuals who you know you. you I talked to a lot of defense attorneys and a lot of people who talk about you know, their individual rights. I mean, stopping people, that's, that's, that's going to stop and frisk. You know, when, right. you were, when they were back to stopping individuals pulling over cars over seatbelt violations and then searching. And jump out squads. And jump out squads. But you, you pull over a car under the disguise of you're know, your seatbelt and then they commit a search because they feel they have probable cause for, for a search. That created a whole lot of individuals being locked up. Whose whose rights were violated, according to a lot of defense attorneys who I talked to, um, Charles talk about th- that there's not enough police officers out on the streets. Well, how many times have we heard of these cases where individuals were shot and killed, and a police officer, a police cruiser was right down the street? They saw the shooting. Uh, the shooting, uh, fatal shooting, that happened a few months ago on U Street. The officers were right there. That's how they. Were, they and, and these individuals don't care about cops being there. That that is not a deterrent as it used to be. Um, what what could be a determinant? we don't know yet. But more police officers, I don't know, I think what it, and I said this before last time I was on the show, a lot of senior detectives, homicide detectives, who knew individuals in the streets, the, they're the ones who are gone. So those individuals who know people, who would say, okay, this is so-and-so, and this so-and-so is always on IG, posting up guns, bragging about this shooting, and bragging about this shooting, those detectives, those senior detectives, those are the ones who are gone. But, but foot patrol, those officers... I'm not sure how much of a deterrent those foot patrol officers really are when we're seeing individuals shot and killed literally in a block away from police officers who are posted. You know, Millette, one of the things that we've been hearing
1: a lot about over the past couple of years is the effect that social media has had on street crime where beefs arguments conflict that start on social media and then they be and and then they balloon when you walk out onto the streets those same people who are selling wolf tickets old phrase <laughs> on on social media and then they come out and the wolves are biting mallette yeah.
2: Uh, this, this, is a, this is a new day. Um, for you know, We're old heads, uh, you, me, and Keith. Uh, social media didn't <clears throat> exist. <Well>. <laughs> um, <laughs> it didn't exist for us, and so this is another factor in fighting this problem that does, in many cases, start on social media or get um, raised to a different level on social media where young people are so brazen to show up their weapons on mm-hmm. social media, where mm-hmm. they are doing some extraordinarily stupid things, and then they are forced to make good on what they are showboating on social media uh, because they have to they have to prove that they are as bad as they are proclaiming to be. And so law enforcement, of course, I think they have to get on the ball in terms of being able to that. But for me, I really think this is a grassroots solution. We've got to go back to the Uh disciplining our next door neighbors' kids. Mm. You know, we've got to go back to really mm. putting some more resources into programs. And we do have great programs in the city. We have great programs, but we got to get these kids in these programs, and we got to keep them in the programs as they get older. And we got to keep them away from the bad actors out there who are trying to get to the good kids who want to do right and want to make it in there and make it to twenty one and thirty one and beyond and have a career and a life.
3: You know, Malad. Well, one thing I you said what is, what is true: get. is that you know the, the pandemic and we it, people are saying well, what's happening in the last couple of years. Well, remember people were home during the pandemic, yeah, and all they had time to do was be on, on social media, and all these these beefs started. Are yeah. being, tr- being traced back to 2020, and now that everybody's out, people are now have, like Moles said they got to step up and 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 and, and show the, those wolf things they they sold and say, oh, well, I remember you so and so back, you know, now now you're out. Let's let, let's talk. What, what's up? That's what's happening. A lot of these things these started back in 2020 when everybody's on social media locked down. And now it's just it's, it's it's mushroom, and that's what a lot of Texans are saying. I, I would I would
1: say I agree with that, but you know the other thing, and this goes back to the whole reminiscing thing, and it's kind of a Back to the Future thing, where if two teenagers were fighting on the street, and you had a responsible adult who would come out, stop the fight, and. And say, you know what what's wrong with you all? what What is this about? And having been a witness to this as a child, obviously, uh, there's a lot of fo- finger pointing. well, he said he talked about my mama, okay? And, the, and and countless times, one of these responsible adults would literally sit the two down. And, and try to talk some maturity, giving them that teachable moment. The problem is, as we've seen in this surveillance video from the shooting yesterday at New Jersey and Pete near Dunbar, you had two groups come together, there was yeah. a fight, mm-hmm. and then somebody pulled out a gun. And I think... Well, that's it. Yeah. That's why
3: would you expect an adult today's to get, age to get to, into to that. Them, no yes. any adult with any type of wisdom especially when it's not their child they will say well uh, I'm not getting involved in that because back in the day I, I could handle kids fighting exactly. fist, fist fight I can't handle gun a gunfire right
1: yeah let me go back to the phone lines 202-319-7810 202-319-7810 West calling from Maryland thanks for calling what's on your mind
4: hi Uh my name's West, and hey, Keith, how are you? How you doing, West? All right. But uh, you all, in a lot of ways, have hit the nail on the head uh, with uh, both what you've said and what as said, has said. But I remember when actions had consequences. Actions had consequences. We've got to make these young people, and... We can reach some of them in school, but a lot of them are just stone knuckleheads that take every opportunity to skip school. It's not important to them. So through games, uh, some of them—I don't care what the experts say about music and the games that these kids are playing—that that all glorify violence. Yeah. When it when you add it up. It's just like uh, CTE, all these micro injuries, well, all these micro bits of aggression and, and lack of, of respect and lack of concern for life. When these kids start to understand that, okay, a game is a game, music is music, you better leave that mess alone or your little 15 or 17-year-old or 19-year-old butt is going to be in prison for the next 20, 30, 40 years and stop mollycoddling these knuckleheads. And that's what they are. They're knuckleheads.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: I wish I, wish I could clean it up and make it sound better. I'm not going to try to dress up a pig and call it a beauty queen. Yeah. It's ugly.
1: Wes, thank you we- so much. Uh, you And you, make, uh, you do make an excellent point. Keith, real quick before the break, you had a thought. You
3: know, one of the things that Wes was talking about, and this is true, you know, there's a, there's a link between truancy that the city is not really dealing with. A lot of these kids are not in school. Right. And they have nothing but time on their hands. And we go back and talk about, well, the kids have reverence for adults. Well, these kids aren't even revering their own their own family members and who's because they're, they're, they're raising themselves.
1: Yeah.
3: I need to take a break. When we come back,
1: more at the Reporters Roundtable as we discuss some of the top stories of the day. Don't forget, you can hear every edition of the Daily Drum Insight segment via podcast right on WHUR.com. And don't forget to download the 96.3 HD2 app on your smartphone and hear the program live in its in if you're on the phone 202-319-7810 202-319-7810 that includes vernon from dc we're going to talk to you next lots more to talk about when we look at some of the other top stories of the day john Mons is next with the original quiet storm on whur we'll be back on whut tv and sirius xm channel 141 in a few seconds